0: ahsoka what is the current state of star wars that's pretty much it on today's episode of breaking geek radio the podcast
1: hello and welcome to breaking geek radio the podcast the premier flagship and international podcast of lrm online i'm your host brandon jones and on this week's podcast we got myself and joseph jammer medina uh to talk about a show called ahsoka about the the premier female in the star wars universe we kicked out the ladies just gonna be us, us dudes, all the testosterone <laughs> talking about Ahsoka. <laughs> I even think about that. <laughs> I think, I think it. I think about it all the time. So we're gonna have a conversation about Ahsoka. We're gonna review the season. Uh, we have, we have disparate thoughts. So stay tuned for those thoughts. And we're gonna talk about, as Jammer said, the state of Star Wars based on that. So let's get into it. Let's give our letter grade review of the entirety of the season. Um, let's go, Jammer. You go first.
0: So I'm just. We're just gonna give our quick. Review and then jump straight into spoilers right afterwards. Review yeah. quick like yeah, I'm just letting you like p- set expectations here before we jump into I just it. Said yeah. it's, a little, it's a little bit all right. I just, right. I'm I not didn't I'm say I'm talking to talk say specifically yeah. to you. Oh, I'm okay. talking to the audience okay. as well. You're not the only one here, Jonesy. Um it okay. matters. So I would say for Ahsoka. Ahsoka for me was an aggressively mediocre yet oftentimes Ooh. visually beautiful entry in the star wars franchise that drives home that the series may or may not be for me going forward okay and i give it a c minus
1: Ooh, goddamn, coming in hot uh i'm gonna give it a b plus i i think that there is a lot of potential here I'm giving it a B plus based off of the fact that generally it kept my interest more so than the last couple of seasons of Mandalorian. Um, It's not, it doesn't hit Andor levels, but this is definitely. Even though I haven't seen Andor. You haven't seen Andor, you know what I'm talking about. Um, But it's definitely entertaining. Um, I think the worst part about it is, at least for me, I think that had I not seen Clone Wars or Rebels, I would not have enjoyed it as much as I did. And that is my first problem with the series. So we'll just
0: jump right Let's into the many issues that I had with it. This show didn't explain a goddamn thing. No. Uh, and I hate that with a passion. So I did not watch The Clone Wars. I did not watch Rebels. And I've tried. I've given each of them about five to six episodes. And I just don't like them. They have a tone that just does not, I don't like. And so I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go back and watch a show that I don't like in order to understand a show that I also kind of don't like. Um, So... For me, what it was is is there, there were a lot of things, there were a lot of pre-established relationships, and I was hoping they'd give us a little bit more other than people just talking about what had happened before. But all they did was just talk about what happened before, even though it really made no sense for them to talk about it because they all knew all the things. So it's like they were kind of willing to tell us some things or at least hint at something, but also not willing to do it in a good way that actually made sense and actually did the job that <laughs> it was supposed to do. There was this whole, the whole point of the series was about like, Admiral, Grand Admiral Thrawn, stopping Grand Admiral Thrawn from fucking what? What is he doing? What is his plan, Jonesy?
1: He's the heir to the Empire, baby. Like what does that his, mean? What does that mean? He is the person that takes over after Palpatine. So what does if you're that either, mean?
0: I what could take mean? over after Palpatine. What makes him so the heir if to the you, Empire?
1: Well, if you so okay, so if you look at the end of this. Um, he kind of sounds like Anakin, right? He talks about security for the galaxy, the empire and things of that nature. Like he's a very security minded individual. Um, if you read the novels and and see kind of his backstory, all of it is he made a deal with the emperor so he could protect his people, uh, the Chiss. So the whole idea was I'm going to work for you, Emperor Palpatine, and I'm going to stop you from destroying our little corner of the galaxy, which that's kind of an interesting thing that I wish they had delved into more. Yeah, I would wish any of that was where...
0: explored. If they had like gone back and
1: maybe done they do it flashbacks, it in, they, do it in, they do it in the cartoon. I, that doesn't mean and anything so, to me. That means so nothing I, to me. That's poor storytelling. that's like, is it? But that's the yes. thing. It, it, it's yes. kind of like we're at the point now because we're at a point where everything is just interconnected media. It just is. No. And no. so what you're railing against isn't necessarily the poor storytelling of this itself. This is just where we are. Um, you've got but to watch every Marvel thing. It's well, stupid. It's yes.
0: stupid because the reason
1: why it's I get not that, liking it.
0: Well, it's because like this was something that was created, you know, however many years ago. It was geared. It was nine, off of its own world, doing its own nine thing Nine years ago. And it was it was created as its own separate thing, separate from the live action stuff. It's now been like it's been live action, live action, live action, and now rather than you know get live action audiences up to speed, they're just like you. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to continue forward. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not good. This is just not but good. That's almost like
1: saying, that's almost like saying, I don't understand what's happening in the sequel trilogies. Who's Luke? Who's Han? Who's Leia? It's like, well, you've got to watch this 30 year old movie. That's different. Because are this 30... those... No, it's not. It's episode six, it's not, seven, and it's eight. not that different. That's not that different. If you that's are not... older no, than... That's... It's a different I'm sorry, medium. sorry, if you're younger than it's 30 years old. It's a different
0: medium. Old. If it was a video game and then going into it, I would say
1: that. It's not. No, but it's still a thing you watch on your television. So I hear what you're saying, but I guess I'm thinking of it. It's less about being animated versus being, um, because you could do that with anything, right? You could say like, well, why are they making Firefly into a movie? Like, I don't understand anything about what happened. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you watch the show? This is a thing that happened on television. So it's, it. Your, but there wasn't the a whole separate against. series
0: that led up, to, or separate thing, separate movie series that led up to there Serenity. Was, but there was no,
1: a movie movie series. That's because right. what two I'm saying separate,
0: is, two separate mediums converging. But you're is different you're, from the
1: thing you're talking about is apples and oranges.
0: What right, I'm talking
1: well, about is it's all it's all different types of media, like whether it's a television show that became a movie or something of that nature. It's all kind of the same thing. I, I I take your perspective that it's annoying that you had to have watched all of that stuff to get it and understand it. Well, to be fair, it's still... more about I
0: could understand the basics. I just didn't give a fuck. Did not yeah, care. That's fair. That's and fair. therefore, I was not invested. And that and is a problem.
1: As someone that did, did watch it, my frustration was there were such significant changes that weren't explained about how they acted. So, like, Ezra was pretty much Ezra. and But Sabine, I think, was the biggest change in the show, from the show, where Mm -hmm. she was like a dumb teenager. She kept making the same stupid fucking mistakes throughout the conversation. It was very frustrating. Yeah, in Ahsoka, I'm sorry. And throughout the course of the show, she wasn't really shown to be that naive and dumb and all of that stuff. And it just made for some really weird plot points where um she's just she basically sold out the galaxy and i think i have an overarching frustration with this that doesn't have anything to do with it jumping from animation to live action it's more about the fact that they um there's just no consequences at least as far as we know for what sabine did and so look at the what makes it hard is you've got anakin who did this thing for safety and security of the galaxy to save his wife this person that he loves and these children that he doesn't even know are born yet sabine sold out an entire galaxy for something similar and you know to quote penguin she didn't lose an eye fucking bladder control nothing and i just hate that there are no consequences for that and anakin just fell to the dark side doing that. And for her, it's just like, meh, it's fine. You know what
0: this kind of feels like? Mm. It kind of feels like... Ray? As a writer, you sometimes know that your characters are making a decision that readers will not like because it's what they personally wouldn't do. And it's almost as a sort of be like, no, no, it's okay, it worked out. And then so people are like, okay, well, it worked out, so it doesn't bother me anymore. It almost feels like they were doing that.
1: It, for it is less the to me. It is less to me about what I think the person would do. It's frustrating because there's so much Anakin in this show. It's a constant reminder of the fact that this guy fell to the dark side for doing something almost as bad. Again, she betrayed her master, she betrayed an, a, a galaxy to bring back a known threat. And there's just no consequences for her. And I, I don't
0: like A known that. threat that I know nothing about,
1: even though but I've watched this understand. entire That's series. Right. I don't understand
0: what he was doing. I don't understand what his deal was with the witches. Like what was he doing? Was he the just box? standing what's in Was the he box? just standing and walking around in that fucking white suit for years? What was he doing? Years. What was happening? Years. Why? Why were all these stormtroopers welded together? Who are these people?
1: Why are these people? Why is Gamora? So they're not all these questions I'm asking welded together. So there are a couple of things to that. I can explain it, but it probably I just don't. No, I I don't care.
0: It's not worth. The point is the frustration is there that I this was not explained and it made no sense in the context of somebody who has never watched anything other than the live action series prior to this. Now another issue I had with this was oh I have a lot of issues as I mentioned very beautiful. Composition, set design, and costumes. All that stuff looks great. This show look does not look cheap at all. Very expensive looking show. Like it looks like I could imagine seeing this in a theater it looks great. in terms of visuals. Yeah. yeah, it looks fantastic. It's probably the best looking Star Wars show that I've seen. No? You need to not watch than- Andor. I watched the Andor and no, no, no. okay.
1: Well what No no no. Because no. they use real sets. There's none, like there's no volume stuff. Like it looks right great yeah
0: that's fine but anyways this show looked i thought pretty good this show looked good but it had the same problem that the prequel trilogies had it was in two modes throughout the whole time mode number one we stand around and just talk we don't move we don't do anything we also talk in monotone we don't have personalities we'll get into that a little bit later mode two action scene that i don't care about because the stakes haven't been established and it's usually towards a MacGuffin and not towards an emotional resonant climax So it's just like fight, fight, fight for MacGuffin, which look pretty cool, but I'm just not emotionally invested in don't care or standing around and talking like we're in the prequel trilogy. There's almost no in between. There's no Aaron Sorkin walk and talks. There's nothing sort of visually stimulating as you're walking through. Things don't keep going like they do in a J.J. Abrams movie. Like it's it's not, for lack of a better term, cinematic in the way it's written. And that is a
1: problem. And so to your point that you made on Discord, this is a love letter to the prequel trilogy. So this is an amalgamation of the prequel trilogy plus everything that Dave Filoni did in Rebels and um, Clone Wars. And as somebody that revered the prequel trilogy so much, did you watch that explainer? Yeah, I have watched
0: that years ago. I hate it because it's the same thing you said where it's all about taking the intent rather than the execution. I think this goes into... My problem, another problem I have, everything that I've seen of Filoni's is heavily plot and mythology based. That is yeah. it. What are we adding to the plot? Ooh. What are we adding to the mythology? That's it. We don't care about you're character hate, because these characters the don't do season. shit. Yeah, like you're they don't do the anything so else. Much. Like it's literally it's just like, what cool thing? Like it's basically like a Wikipedia page. It's like what cool wikipedia thing can we enter here that expands the lore of Star Wars and just adds more things to it and just is cool that we can see the little connections from the to the previous trilogy da, da, da. it's all about connections it's all about plot which ironically enough I watched the show and I was like nothing fucking happened in this show Yeah nothing happened season Nothing happened. Like, I remember like where I was like, Kirsten, I was like, you want to watch it? We're like in episode five. I'm like, I could summarize it in 30 seconds. What's happened? Because nothing has happened. Literally, you know, this, this, this and this. That's it. That's all you need to know. And yeah, I was on episode seven and eight. And I was like, I could still summarize this in 30 seconds or 45 seconds. Nothing has happened this entire show. So it's somehow very heavily plot mythology based. All the while, nothing has happened. I don't understand it. And then let's talk about characters arcs there's the episode five which is a great episode in the show where so there's that flashback and stuff and um with with ahsoka and anakin i'm like oh there's a lot of cool stuff happening there it resonates but it again seems to be all about intent rather than execution speaking of execution what the hell did ahsoka learn from that flashback that brought her back to life other than i'm gonna fight what the fuck does that mean what made you want to fight who cares What did you learn? What was your arc, Ahsoka? Sabine, what was your arc? Did any of this matter? The answer is no. No one grew. Nothing happened. So I can tell you that.
1: I can tell you what their arcs are. So the whole, and we'll probably have to move on after this, but I do think that the arc is this, Ahsoka needed to learn to be a better master, right? And it was about fighting for her Padawan's point of view, the same way that Anakin started uh, or always believed in her, right? So she said that. Sabine's and I I didn't see
0: that approach I saw him saying you need to fight or die that's what I saw
1: um like basically you need to do what I tell you or die
0: that's that's what I saw
1: but yeah um and then Sabine's was this Hu Yang said they're better together right and so mm -hmm. she needed to come to terms with that and so you saw at the end instead of going with Ezra on the ship she stayed behind to help Ahsoka uh, defeat Morgan and those tr- uh, the troopers that showed up, so I think that she understood that they had to be together. Um, mm.
0: so I, I will that say that positive hard. side: Hu Yang was great. He was the best part awesome. of the show. Um, uh, him also, and Chopper,
1: I love Chopper. Him and Chopper are great. Chopper. I
0: also, I also really liked Ezra. I liked Ezra. Like yeah. he didn't get a lot to do, but just his the way he carries himself and his personality. I'm like, okay, I like this dude. Like, I, I like him a lot. So, I th- and I think the, overall, the casting, I think, was fine. It, they just have such a wooden script. And the way they talk, I just hate that it's just hard to get good performances. They got, they got, they legit got prequel performances out of grade A actors. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I, again, I don't know what you would expect from a guy that reveres the prequel trilogy that much. Yeah. Right. Somebody who is like, again, I'll say this for that explainer that he did of the prequel trilogy. There was like half a second where you're like, Oh, were they actually good? You're like, no, 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 wait, no. He's just like completely extracting what Lucas's intent was, which is fantastic. Um, It's a fantastic explainer.
2: I love it. I wish I had seen what he's talking about on screen. I think anyone that believes the uh, prequel trilogy was some master plan. If they go and watch the episode one documentary, that'll put that to rest right, right then and there. When Lucas himself is like, I may have gone a bit too far. And when he makes choices for casting and everyone else in the room on cameras, just like, like episode, you, you can't explain it. It's, it's a, it's a mess. And there's a lot of issues there and people that headcanon the issues away into some sort of grand plan are they're just delusional.
0: And, uh, you heard it here first.
2: Trend. Filoni's delusional.
0: They keep it George Lucas, or people, or fans are delusional. No, no, f- no. He said away. whoever, yeah, oh, he
1: whoever yeah, headcan yeah. is away. Yeah, yeah Filoni. Uh, I, I did the thing. From,
2: from, I, from the fans. You, thing. That you did, yeah, you're you're
0: right. did the thing. You did this thing. I missed it. I missed it. Um, well, this is a good transition to the state of Star Wars. Uh, at the, every single new project comes out, there's a new state of Star Wars in terms of where things currently are. Ironically enough, I feel like when Andor came out, everyone who saw it loved it, but not enough people saw it for that to like make a great impact. I feel like not a lot of people actually checked out that show, which is unfortunate, because apparently it's very good. I haven't seen it. Um, but I like to kind of circle back Yeah, you're back part of the to, problem. I am part of the problem. That's true. Um, I want to circle back to... And you're also part of the problem. You're promoting Ahsoka, giving it B pluses, like whatever. It is uh, good. It's not. I enjoyed it. I'm sure you did. I was literally at any point in the show. If you had if you had said that to me, you know, we're not going to cover Ahsoka. I would be like, great, never picking that up again. I could have done that at any point when I was watching the show, and, and I again, would have been,
1: I, I would not have missed anything. That is one hundred percent because I am invested in all of these characters. I've watched all of it. This is nothing. This is not nothing but live action rebel. Well, here's
0: 100%. the here's what they should do. Hey, Filoni, come over here. Come closer. Um, use some of that time where you have characters w- slowly, like walkly, s- slowing, slowly walking from one set, like side of the screen to the other, or are slowly, like just maneuvering things. Take all two episodes worth of content of that that you have throughout the eight episode series, and find a way to get new audiences reinvested into these new characters instead. That would have been helpful. That's my advice. Um. Okay, so the state of Star Wars. I want to. I want to refer back to an April Fool's joke I made on the LRM site. I don't know, it's five or six years ago. At this point, oh my god, oh my god. The Just joke I cut. made was that Disney is no longer going to produce Star Wars content. Instead, will be performing monthly updates on Wikipedia for people to under to enjoy. At this point, that's what I feel like Ahsoka was. It wasn't Explain. a story Explain. as much as, as, as it, you it would was. A child. Okay, okay. It is not a story as much as it is adding bits of plot and mythology that people can obsess over and talk about. You know how the thought connections you meant by were that? made.
1: What you know? What I thought you meant by that? Like projects that are coming out and projects that are canceled. I thought that's no, what you meant no, no, no. I TV. meant
0: specifically just upgrading mythology, pottering it
1: as it were. A, a wookie. Yeah, a, a Wikipedia.
0: The Wikipedia, exactly. Yeah. The, the joke was actually the Wikipedia, but I forgot until this moment. So Wikipedia. No, okay. You're welcome. Um, and it feels to me like that is what Star Wars is slowly becoming. It is not about um, archetypal storytelling that you know is really based in core innate human emotions. It's about tying in specific plot and mythology in universe into itself so that it's satisfying for people who have been following it for all these years. Now, clearly, that's worked for you. Great. I'm happy for you. To me, Ahsoka isn't egregiously bad. Ahsoka to me was just aggressively mediocre and boring. And as a result, I'm like, okay, you know what? Whatever this part of us, this part of Star Wars is, is not for me. And I think we need to be better at being like, you know, okay, this isn't for me. Will I give the next Star Wars project a chance? Probably. Like, I'm not gonna swear off and say, Star Wars isn't for me. I'm done. I'm not one of those people. I'll check out the next project. I'll check out the next project. I'll check out the next project, and on a one by one basis, kind of see is this something that's going to appeal to me, or is this something that's appealing more to people who have been, you know, who care more about mythology and people standing around talking more than me.
2: Uh, uh, Jammer, the next yes. ones coming up are Skeleton Crew, which Don't uh, know that means? it is the one with kids a on a and Jude Law, hmm. right? Jude Jude I'm Law, out. I think it is. As, soon um, as I said, kids, I'm out. Yeah, uh, think I'm. I'm thinking they're going to try to do Stranger Things with Star Wars. Oh God! Oh, you um, kind of sold me on that. I know exactly. You're, you're gonna. You're gonna eat <laughs> it up. You're gonna love it and call it the greatest thing ever because you're an awful. Person. No, 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 and no, then, no. That's, then, that's, that's, that will forever the be the Last Jedi. Continue? And then the acolyte. So. The Acolyte.
0: And the Acolyte, I think, is gonna tie into the Philoniverse, if not mistaken. Is that correct? Or is that its own thing? I thought it
1: was
2: Visions. It is uh, uh no. The the Acolyte is uh its own thing. It's set um oh, 100 okay. years, a hundred years hundred a hundred years prior to uh episode one. So at the tail end of the uh High Republic.
0: Okay. That sounds cool. So those two projects sound like something I'd be interested in at least checking out um whether or not it actually works you know that remains to be seen so maybe it's just about the felony specific projects that i'm just not about that could just be it and like we said with marvel at this point sometimes there are just parts of it that don't appeal to you and that's going to be okay it'll appeal to somebody else just like god somehow the prequels appeal to other people and those people exist and that's okay that they get what they want jonesy it's okay that you get what you want as someone who apparently can tolerate prequel level acting and scripts but that's
1: i like revenge uh, of Sith. i don't know what to tell you what are your, what are your thoughts in terms of the current state of star wars from your perspective i think we're at a part at a point with media generally where we just have to pick and choose um mm. again we've we've talked about this with the mcu where like i watched i had the exact same feeling as you did when i watched ms marvel um i was like to be Every fair, in- I
0: picked up Ms. Marvel again. The second half is stronger than the first half. And I actually really like Ms. Marvel now. But I okay. get your point. Your point care. stands.
1: Yeah, it's just that, you know, at some point you're just like, all of these projects aren't for me. Um, and so you're just you're almost you're diluting the brand. And it it makes sense to me that this is true of everything that Disney makes now, where they are pushing so much content to try and get people for Disney Plus that they're just pushing stuff out. And so it's hard to think about these archetypal stories and these things that are going to go in this interconnected universe when you're really just shoveling things out there uh, to make sure that you have enough content for your streaming service. Um, in Filoni's that defense, said, with regards to Star Wars, every, everything he makes see, reeks of passion. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not cynical. It's not for a cash grab. Um, right. But I really enjoyed Andor. I like Ahsoka slightly less, but again, I think my enjoyment of it is bolstered by the fact that I've just been steeped in the stuff that Filoni has done.
0: I wish I could get into the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, because for me, I, you know me, I love animation. I tried. I, I really did try. I uh, We gave it a good shot, and it just didn't click with me. I didn't,
1: I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. it. Well, here's the thing. As much as I liked those, I'm at the point where I don't really give a shit about Bad Batch anymore. It's really frustrating um, because the things that I like about that show, they don't do enough. I like the Bad Batch the least on that show. And every time they move away from them and show the rest of the universe and what's going on, I'm like, Oh, this is really interesting. And then they have to go back to Omega and the bad batch. I'm like, that's right. I don't, I don't care about anything that's happening here. So I I get it from that perspective. And what that just tells me is that just got to pick and choose. Um, But what I like about that is that means that there's enough for everybody. Right. There Mm -hmm. is stuff out there um, where if you like, if you like um, slow horses, uh, which is a, a spy thriller on Apple TV or some other kind of like spy drama and or is right there for you. Um, if you like the prequel trilogies or if you like Filoni generally, then you've got um, Ahsoka and all that other stuff. So what what I like about it is that the tent is kind of growing and I get mm-hmm. that that bothers some people. Um, but I also think that that means that there's just, there's something for everybody. Because like you said, no, it's not, a, no. it's not bad. Um, so yeah. That's my perspective on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's almost like what I imagined, what I envisioned the future of you know, uh, streaming TV to be and what it kind of has been for anime for a while. It's not about getting something that appeals to everybody. It's about getting something that appeals to a really specific niche, but appealing to everybody within that niche. Yeah, And it's about kind of targeting what those specific audiences are, even within Star Wars, and then fulfilling that promise to them. And like I said, not for me, but I'm happy
1: that you and other people seem to like it. Good for you. I will. It's just not for me. I I will say this. What I wish is that the sequel trilogy never existed. And they were allowed to tell this story in a much tighter way. Um, Because what I do, if there was another gig that I had on this series, besides the lack of consequences for Sabine, I think pacing was a problem. And if you could tighten up some of these episodes... I think this would have been better off. So I would have rather see Ahsoka as the main character of a sequel trilogy and all of this other stuff that happened rather than what we got.
0: That's fair. I can see that. Yeah. Or would that be a sequel trilogy? Would you have been interested in seeing her in a sequel trilogy or in a parallel original trilogy or a series parallel to what happens in the original trilogy? Because honestly, I forgot. What freaking timeline are we on in this series? I I think...
1: So I think it depends on how what you call it, right? So if you're saying this is part of the Star Wars or I'm sorry, the Skywalker um films, then it probably wouldn't be, or it could be, right? Because what you would pitch it as this is the legacy of Anakin Skywalker, because she is his last Padawan. So she gets to see what happen. you get to see what happens with her. You get to see what happens with Luke. You would do um, that with Luke Skywalker
2: like, existing alive. She would be Anakin's legacy, not Luke, listen, but I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, I'm one don't, of those, don't poke so, holes so, listen, yeah, I don't, in, I give Swiss zero cheese. fucks about Luke. Don't poke I holes and
1: I don't care about Luke. And so that's the, th- that's part of it. I'm, I don't care about Ahsoka. Frustration, well, part of my frustration is this, like, I think you can move beyond those characters and still include them without feeling the need to kill them all off. um And I think that was my frustration ultimately with the sequel trilogy. Like, You want them to be transitional characters without them necessarily being the main characters. And what's like, here's the thing, Kyle, what sucks about it is the thing that you're saying is Disney's fault. The same way that they fucked up with Harrison Ford. There were years where they could have made sequels to Indiana Jones. That's their own fucking fault. And they want to do it when he's 80 something years old. They could have made sequels where Mark Hamill was young enough to do what you're talking about.
2: We're Wait, past Disney that. couldn't oh, do that. oh oh Disney, no Disney couldn't have done do that. that and I'm not I'm not saying I was never one. What do you mean these, couldn't have done it? They didn't have the rights in 2012. Didn't until any 2012. no no anybody.
1: Okay oh, yeah yeah Disney any anybody that's on like, Lucas. What I'm saying is <laughs> we're we're past that point. Yeah. So if we're going to make a film that's a sequel to that, like either we're recasting or we're done. And I don't think people would have wanted to recast.
2: Right, and that's so, part of the uh, issue is is um with what they're doing with the way the sequel trilogy is set and there's so much set in stone and it's such a relative short time to get there. And they're trying to fill in these gaps by all means. Yeah. If you were making the sequel trilogy today, it shouldn't have been set between episode, you know, it shouldn't have been set so close after episode six because of Luke stuff. Yeah. No, one's just going to buy following something labeled not uh seven through, through nine uh, with them still being alive and, not even mentioning it.
0: Yeah. I must try, I'm not sure I understand curious. what you said.
1: Um, where it's like an Avengers thing where are the Avengers where there's this world ending crisis okay, happening. So he's okay, saying like where, where, where Han, Luke and Leia? where are the Avengers during Thrawn just showing up. Well, Senator Organa was right. Wait, so right. when
0: did this take place? When did this take place? I didn't care to look it, it up. It takes
1: place. It takes place shortly after the fall of Endor. Well, actually no, it takes place. Ooh, This is, Um, this is,
2: we're now about seven, eight years after return of the Jedi for this series. Yeah.
0: Okay. I thought so. All right. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. I was going to say it's
1: right after, but what I forgot was Sabine was telling, no, no. Sabine was telling, um, Ezra the story of what happened. I was like, oh wait, no, that was years ago. Also. Um, And how long ago did rebels take place? About that time. So shortly after he left is when they defeated the empire.
0: It's just weird because the characters still seem pretty young and they act like it's been so long. I'm like, has it been yeah, so it's been months? like it's been like 9 no, it's been like 9 or 10 years. But Sabine Wren looks like she's 18 or something. How old is she in the series? How old teenager. is Sabine Wren in this?
1: Teenager. Uh in this, I don't know, but she was probably like a teenager. Um okay. so she's probably in her mid to late 20s in this. Okay. I guess that makes sense. I guess she just <laughs> acted younger than and by she young, you mean young. dumb. Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, I remember when she made the decision in the show. I'm like, why? Which one? The one where she decided not to not to stop. The one where the she beard, decided to steal man. the
1: map, or the one where she decided to give the map to give the map to them. Oh, give the map, or the one where she decided man. to make the deal with Thrawn or the one like there are any number of decisions. I'm like, what are you doing? You're not going to tell Ezra that there's people on the planet coming to kill you when he's got oh, yeah. these little turtle things? And all these things. She's what like, the let's fuck?
0: not talk about it right now. Let's not talk like, about
1: it. They're coming to kill you right now. You're just going to be quiet. Also,
0: okay. I don't I hate the fact that she goes and finds him in five seconds when apparently they're like a hop skip away from Thrawn and Thrawn apparently couldn't find Ezra.
1: She she got the force. And man. she found she him instantly.
0: Instantly. They, they took five seconds. It took me shook her less time to find him than it did to get me my morning coffee this morning.
1: What what do you is there I know it's bad because it's hard to tell what they're acting. Is it romantic tension or are they really brother care. and sister type? Don't care. I'm just curious. You don't care. So
0: I don't care. I do okay. not care. So that's that's where I stand. That's the problem with this. I just don't care. I you can convince me one way or another. Sure, it's romantic tension. Sure, they're brother and sister. It doesn't matter to me.
1: Okay. I enjoyed the show. Like there are little things that, like I love There was this DiCaprio moment from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Hu Yang is like Once Upon a Time in a Galaxy Far, Far Away, and I, I, I just cool. I thought cool. that was cool. I love that. that. was cool. There were so many people. There were so many people that were like, said the thing. Yeah, did the thing.
0: Yeah, like I like that part a lot. Like I said, like, there there are some parts where I'm like little uh, moments that just felt really cool. I'm like, oh. That was good. Like I said, most of episode five, I thought was really well done. And then I think yeah. that was the episode six intro where he's like a long time ago. And I got out too far away."
1: pretty much whenever Hu Yang is doing something is pretty great. Oh he was so awesome. Um, and what I loved about that, it, I know it's probably not true and it might be new headcanon, but it recontextualizes the beginning of every of the episode films, right? Hu Yang has been around for thousands of years. Is he the one telling all of these stories? Okay, sure. <laughs> I, I, like, I just sure. I just think it added like this extra. I assume extra layer it just of, like, it's oh, not it's
0: awesome. him. I think that's probably just how each of the different mythologies are told. Each story is told in those mythologies, in the books in well, the archives that he reads from. Because he's reading from okay. the archives. He's not just
1: saying that. But he also might have been there.
0: Yeah. Oh. And that's what I'm saying, like
1: because write, of his age. But he, he didn't write the archives though. There. No. But I'm saying it recontextualizes like he might have seen some of the stuff firsthand, or like have it have it been reported to him as it happened.
0: Yeah, maybe. So
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. Anyway, that's it. I I, I enjoy it. I
0: like it. You have a you have a ghost behind you. Do I? You do. Go
1: to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. It's an hour past your bedtime. Go to bed. Nope. Good night. big
0: hugs Go back. All right. so on that anyway. note I think yes. we're ready to close out this episode of Rating Great of the Podcast Jonesy you do your thing
1: <laughs> if you like what you heard do all the socials like, rate, comment, subscribe, share I would love to hear what your thoughts are on ahsoka i've heard i think kyle you said in discord that the reviews of the show are generally mixed um jump in there get in that mixed bag I certainly felt that here <laughs> <laughs> do all the socials like rate comment subscribe share we would definitely appreciate it. also jump on youtube and uh look at the stuff from the genre and jump on your web browser and look at the stuff on lrmonline.com other what Just the way you
0: said it. Jump on your web browser. You sounded really old. Get on, get on your
1: Netscape. Yeah, get on your Netscape and type in that wwws. All right, we will catch you on the next one. Asa lasagna. Don't get any on you. Mission accomplished.